0: Hi everybody. Welcome to the Pat Price Tech Talk training room. It's time once again for Tech Talk and a new evolution of not necessarily technology, but in a way it is because it's all it's it's fun to actually explore lots of different things. And Kim is now the editor of not necessarily a new magazine, but she's new to the magazine. And so we decided this would be kind of fun to have her talk about the magazine. And to also bring in some others who, are poor, of course, are part of that as well. And so, even though Kim's been with us many, many times on Tech Talk, probably more times than I've been here, we welcome her back again. So, thanks for being with us, all three of you ladies. And now we throw it to Kim, Kim Nova.
1: Thanks, Larry. It's always great to be with you guys. And it is really fun to be sharing a topic that has become near and dear to my heart. And something that I look forward to sharing with the the ladies here especially and the the brave men who love us and more about how you can learn about the Our Special magazine from National Braille Press. And I have two of our illustrious columnists with me tonight as well. So we're just going to throw this thing around and, and talk a little bit. I have some notes here that I can share information about. Some, some things in terms of, of what our special is all about, and definitely want these ladies with me to be able to share things as well. So I'm just going to give a basic overview of what our special is. It was founded in 1927, <laughs> so it is much older than I am, and it is a magazine, again, from the National Braille Press. It is published six times each year in January, March, May, July, September, and November. and it's a $15 annual subscription so you get $15 you get 15 for $15 you get 6 issues of our special and it's a women's magazine but don't let that scare you away because it's so much more than a women's magazine it's written and edited by blind women for blind women and that's a pretty big deal because our special i've talked to many people who have benefited from our special in so many different ways over the many decades that it has been around. And it is something that has inspired, it's taught, it's uplifted, it's made us think about things. And I think the piece of it that is so interesting to me among all the various pieces, it's really showing the success of blind women and what we do and what we're accomplishing out there and, Now that I am editor, my hope is to continue to make things thrive and be fresh and a little edgy at times and really share real issues from a blindness perspective that are affecting our daily lives and that are affecting how we do things and really get real about it and really just continue the standards of quality that have gone before in terms of this magazine. Because this magazine is really nothing without both the feedback that we receive from those who read it and from those of us who have the pleasure of writing in it. So let me give you just a a snippet about what the magazine consists of for those of you who have not read it or have not heard of the magazine previously. One of the things that's currently part of the magazine is women's from other magazines. So other women's magazines, things like Good Housekeeping and AARP, which is... Not necessarily a women's magazine, but it has uh, articles in it related to women's issues, Real Simple, all kinds of different magazines from which the editors glean various articles. In terms of other things in the magazine, there are standalone tips between articles. So you might have an article and then you'll see a tip that could assist you in a particular area of your life, such as cleaning, parenting, cooking, organization, etc. And then, The real icing on the cake, the main thing that makes our special so special is the original content by the ladies who write for the magazine. And as I said, our special means many things to many people. It is something that has brought a lot of hope and a lot of inspiration, but also a lot of really down and dirty practical tips to the women who read the magazine. And I know many of you probably have stories about that as well. I began as a columnist for our special when Dana Nichols, the previous editor, was editor of the magazine. And it was a really fun experience because I got to write in ways that I was not writing previously for N V P because I was a technical writer for the most part. And so getting to write a column every other month was a really fun thing and it was a challenging thing. And wondering just how to keep it fresh and what to say and you know all these things that you kind of struggle with as a writer. Like, how is this going to work? What am I going to say this time? How am I going to choose an article? And some of us seem to do just fantastic at that and have our schedules and know exactly what we're going to say from month to month or issue to issue at least. And I'm someone who I'll try and get inspiration where it strikes me and figure out what am I going to talk about next? So it's really fun to be able to come up with things. But um, as editor, my job is to take all the various articles that our columnists have and find some way to put them in an order that makes sense with a few articles from women's magazines, and the tips that go between each article, and my welcome letter from the editor now. And from that, we create a magazine every other month. So it's a really fun experience. I'm going to shut up about the magazine itself now and talk a little bit about what you find in it in terms of columns. This is what's currently going on in terms of our columns. First of all, there's the welcome from the editor, which is what my welcome column is called and this is just a chatty hello essentially from me to you that maybe tells a little bit of a story and maybe shares a tip and just tells a little bit about what I'm doing and more importantly if there's something I find kind of inspirational or useful that I think I could share with you. So that's kind of the short article that begins the whole magazine and I've left the other articles kind of in no particular order in terms of our columns so I'm just going to briefly touch on each of them. There's the fitness cure and that obviously is a fitness column about exercise and various types of fitness that are um, that are fun for our particular columnist and it's a really fun column there's always some helpful, handy advice in there, and uh, useful adventures shared by Mary, our columnist. Then we have Health Chat, which is kind of the same thing for health-related articles. The next one is Kendrick Insight. If that sounds a little familiar to many of you, I know many of us here know Deborah Kendrick, and this is her column for OS, and it really focuses to a degree on blindness and blind women and how we deal with specific issues, and it's usually couched in terms of a story that she's telling, and it's really a lot of fun, because I always like to see what Deborah comes up with from issue to issue. It's very, very fun. We have Handicrafts, which, as its name suggests, is a column about crafts, and We're anxious to see where that's going to go over the course of the coming year. Faith has a lot of talents, and it will be fun to see how she shares them in upcoming issues. And this is a column that used to belong to the late Phyllis Campbell. And then we have From Kim With Love, which is my actual column for the magazine. And this is essentially an emotional well-being column. That's kind of the best way to put it, because I tackle all kinds of different issues and try to keep it real and also give a lot of concrete tips and advice and share why I think the advice I'm giving is maybe worth listening to a little bit so you know people can take it and see what resonates with them and take what they like and maybe something there will be helpful to somebody then we have our newest column which no one's even seen yet but it will be coming out very soon and It's a how-tos and helpers column by Lisa Salinger, who is our newest columnist. And as its name suggests, it's going to provide helpful, practical tips from one blind woman's life to her various readers. And she has a really good one coming out, but I'm not going to talk about that yet because it's not out of the publishing area yet. So you would just have to wait and read her first column in the May-June issue. Then, and I can introduce our, our first contributor our first columnist here is holly's reading roundup uh column which i I absolutely love because hi holly you want (laughs) to introduce yourself to my name is holly turry
2: i'm from bellingham washington and anybody who goes on the on the community calls knows it's in northwest washington right up beside the canadian border everybody and Mm -hmm. it's a nice area and um I write about four or five books on a particular subject. Um, Subjects that we have covered have been teachers, the greatest American heroes, which are teachers, um, hurricanes, um, space, and at Christmas time, space isn't space flight. And Christmas time, the um, first book in a bunch of series. So if you can buy the first book for your relative and, Hopefully it's an easy way to get a nice Christmas present and everybody will love you and they will talk to you about the book and you don't have to listen to them talk about their lumbago. (laughs) There you go. Okay. um, What else do you want me to say? Oh, that's good. That's good. It's a Thank that's a you. good inter-
1: That's a good introduction to what you're doing and and what you're doing in terms of the column. I always tell Holly she gets me in trouble with her columns because there's usually two or three more books that go on my endless evolving wish list after I read one of Holly's columns. Like, oh yep, yeah, gotta add this one. Oh yeah, definitely want to read this. So and of course, or sometimes she'll take us back to childhood throwbacks that were beloved at one time, and you're like, oh gotta reread this one. So, you know, it's, just, it's always a very fun, very fun thing. And then on another note, we have the Have Cain, Will Travel article from Sylvia.
3: Ah. Well, first, I want to thank Holly for making my wish list an absolute massive thing. (laughs) (laughs) It's got got way too many things and you're responsible for some of them, Holly. Thank you. (laughs) I've been reading our special since the 80s. Uh, I was out of college and a young mother, and then Jean Neal was the editor. Um, And there was, at that time, a travel columnist, but she didn't uh, contribute much. She'd gotten older and so forth, but she was still listed. Uh, Because in those days, everything, um, it was an entirely volunteer magazine, except for the editor and her reader. I was traveling uh, when I retired um, and got married to my husband. We started traveling, and I thought, "Wow, I'm pretty good at describing places and things." And um, I've done travel articles on locations—most, almost all of them, ones that I've actually visited. Um, I've also done them on cruising. On packing for a trip, on um, illnesses and accidents while traveling, which is not something anybody wants, but often you wind up with and how to judge whether your accident is hospital worthy or not, um, and what to do. Uh, I've articles. During COVID, I continued, in fact, I guess for a year and a half during COVID, I came up with a new article every two months. Mm-hmm. Back when I started reading our special, it was a free magazine and it had 10 issues a year. No, 11 issues a year. Um, but it's, I, was, I was able to find new things to do travel articles on when I couldn't travel. Um, staycations was one. Another one was a dream trip. Uh, basically, describing um, uh, as though the person who was reader, the reader were, was going to Hawaii and the, um, to Kauai, and the different things they were doing on Kauai, um, going to the beach, uh, buying a pearl necklace at the shell factory, uh, various different things, um, and I was I was really surprised at how how creative I was during COVID. Now that we're back to traveling again, or sort of, kind of back to traveling again, um, and it's a very different world that we're traveling in, um, it's been uh, a little challenging to get to find travel articles. I even did a couple of articles about travel books. Um, A book came out about service animals, and I got several good, smart guide dog users to uh, to uh, review the book and uh, put the review out there uh, for for people to, to check out. Uh, and different kinds of travel books. I did an article on those. Of course, no, thank you, Holly. You can do that kind of thing from now on. <laughs> it's your baby.
2: Oh. Can I say something? I'm afraid I'll forget. Please. Um, uh, the one you did this issue about Disney World? Yes. Best column you've ever written.
3: Oh, really? Now, who's I just saying love that? that
2: column, yes.
3: Who's saying that? Holly. <laughs> Molly. Holly. Holly. Thank you, it, Holly.
2: Yeah, it's the best column <laughs> you've ever written. I was really good well, and you. very realistic. I was extremely impressed.
3: <laughs> well, I didn't get to go, but... Member, I knew some people who went, mm-hmm. and actually it was a bit sad when I wrote it because so much has changed in Disney World, and there are so many things you no longer that no longer come with the way too expensive experience now. Yeah. It's, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess my favorite column, or at least Cassell told me her fa- favorite column was the one I did that described. I went to something called I Fly which is an indoor experience where you get into a wind tube and you fly. I was so envious of you. That's (laughs) fun. (laughs) It is is way, um, you really do need to wear earplugs because it's very loud, Mm -hmm. but it is lots of fun. And if you've got kids or anyone who, um, you know, is you, you also, you have to save your money because it's quite an experience, but, what they do is they wait until you get out of the experience and then they sell you your next set of tickets at $100 <laughs> cheaper. Um, and so since then, I've been back once and we did high flying, which is not quite enough for a whole other column, but it's really quite an experience. Um, and you're not in any danger. No. So. Mm-hmm.
1: It just goes to show the variety and the scope of experience that we get to have and we get to share as part of our columns, which is really fun because, (laughs) you know, maybe some of our readers are thinking, really? How did? How did that work? How did you do that? That's very adventurous and I think that's the fun thing about this group of columnists. You know, we have a we have a wealth of stuff that we can share and talk about and we're not afraid to share and talk about it. And we love to write about it. And you know, it's so fun to just be able to share that with everyone else. And it's kind of a, a reminder and a nudge to our readers that hey, you know, you can do this, you can have adventures, you can you can kind of test out your your emotional feelers and see what works for you and you know, what you enjoy.
3: Oh, Marjorie Arnott, the Kitchen Corner columnist, inspired me um, to write a column about experiences with animals uh, on my trips, because uh, you often, it it is a little expensive sometimes, but you can get very close to certain kinds of animals uh, during some of these trips, and uh, it's really something else. I mean, t- if you touch a giraffe and somebody says, what kind of fur does a giraffe have? And you're sort of at a loss because it's a little bit not like almost any other kind of fur. Mm. Um, it's like sick, somebody asking what a mango is like.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, but you can do it if you think about it and you sort of crack it open. Um, You've touched a giraffe yeah i touched a giraffe i wasn't (gasps) really supposed to but i was feeding it and i said can i touch you and i just reached my hand very slowly and it just (laughs) stayed there so i patted its neck uh and it was um quite a crazy experience i
5: don't know i haven't paid attention i'm afraid
2: sorry um Yeah, it's it's. It, I would just love to. Do. There's a really good book on Bard called "Wet Wet the West with Giraffes." If you ever want to read it.
1: Oh, Ooh. I read that. It's a yes. great book. Yes.
3: What's it Sweet. called? West with giraffes. West with <laughs> giraffes. Mm-hmm. Hmm.
1: I mean, these are are the type of things we share and we talk about. I mean, I know I've talked to women in the course of way, way before I was editor, you know, just people who said, you know, I learned to, to knit or sew or cook or whatever thanks to articles in OS or, you know, I was inspired to you know, further my education or leave my hometown or, you know, whatever whatever that is. These these wonderful inspiring stories from people who have read this publication for much, much, much longer than I have, you know, who have had the have grown up with it, you know, essentially, which I just think is so awesome.
2: I forgot to tell you, I've read it on this is Holly, I've read it on and off since um like seventy one, I think. Wow. Ooh. Yeah. My mother had a good friend who was an older lady and she didn't know what to do with with them and she was throwing them out. And my mother's oh. like, don't
6: do that.
3: <laughs> wow. <laughs> I know people who um, uh, don't have much money and they have our special groups where one buys the magazine and then passes it. They have three or f- a chain of three or four people. Hoop, well, that's that's how
1: sighted women use their magazines. It's the same kind yeah. of thing. So it's awesome that we have got braille copy, you know, braille hard copy magazines that we can do that with.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when uh, Syndicated Columnist Weekly was because of COVID coming out um, online only, mm-hmm. uh, they still, I what our special only missed one issue I think or something like that. Mm-hmm. And they got people back in to emboss it because they knew these are not you know it's got to be in hard copy
1: yes yeah yeah that's really important to a lot of our readers i want to touch on that for a second though um, the formats that you can get are eBraille, which is essentially brf and braille you know hard copy braille that you would have sent to you in the mail and i've gotten questions recently from from readers or potential readers who are saying well I'm not a. I'm, I'm blind, but I'm not a braille reader yet, or I'm not a proficient braille reader. You know what can I do under those circumstances? And the best thing I can recommend is if you happen to have a human HumanWare Victor Reader Stream, you can put the eBraille version on your stream, and it should read fine. You know you shouldn't have a problem with with getting that to read because it's it's the only player I can think of. Maybe someone else has other ideas that will convert that BRF into spoken text. Mm-hmm. Success. Yes. So it's I, an had idea.
3: A, I had had a note taker. I had an Apex. Yep. Um, I still have it, but it's you know it's way too ancient. Sure. <laughs> um, that would that would speak them.
1: That's true. Yeah, if you've got a note taker, that's a good point. If you've got a note taker that actually has speech in addition to Braille, mm-hmm. and you use it strictly yeah. for if you're somebody who uses it as a speech first device as opposed to a Braille first device, that's another option mm-hmm. for you.
3: Well, I got a, um, I have a Mantis now, which is Braille only, it's QWERTY, and I, uh, I got something from National Braille Press, and it went into BARD, and it puts it in Braille ASCII or some strange thing, and the Mantis, you can, you can get maybe eight, eight, you know, five out of ten letters. Wow, um, yeah. it's a very strange situation. I've seen
1: that trying to trying to read stuff like that just through you know trying to you know put it in a notepad document, put it anywhere to see if it'll read, and then you get that kind of weird ASCII experience where it's just unreadable. Well, you know the thing that kind of makes this is
2: Holly that kind of makes me sad when I'm doing these books is how few books are in braille. It's very sad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah.
0: Does our place have a or our magazine have a a, a, a downloadable? Archives?
1: Is there an archive? I don't know that there is a downloadable archive. We should talk to Cassell about that. I should make mm. that a point to, to mention her yeah. because that, that would be really cool if there was a way to access, because I'd love to do it, archived back issues. Sure. Kind of see what happened yeah. before. I wonder if there would be a way to put something like that together. That's a great suggestion.
3: Well, each of the each of the editors has had their own name for um the uh, for their their particular column, Gene Neal called it Jottings from My Den. Um, the very first editor called it Over the Teacups, <laughs> and uh, it, it's of course the things that it talked about changed a lot. Um, Gene Neal often had medical articles and they were longer, and people didn't. People thought they were too—they um, um, were too graphic or too something. A lot of the times, mm-hmm. but they were very helpful. Um, she got a lot of complaints, but uh, she would publish the complaints or publish the or, or talk about some of these things. I don't think the editors since have done that quite so much.
1: Yeah, I think it's challenging. You have to kind of figure out how to put your spin on it. I'm so new to the editor position at this point. I'm going to have to come up with a cooler name for my welcome letter. And, you know, you eventually just figure out how to put your spin on it. So I'm kind of in the transition phase of saying, okay, you know, where am I going to take this? What am I going to do? And, you know, what am I going to talk about? And I I feel fortunate that I was a columnist prior to being editor because it kind of helped me at least Kind of get my feet wet with the magazine and kind of get to know some of you, and you know, you know, at least via our email exchanges and kind of figure out what's, you know, how, how do I want to, how do I want to work this article this time? And now, of course, it's even more of a thing because you're you're trying to shepherd this device that's or this magazine that's ninety five years old <laughs> into its future.
2: And it's so exciting that it's still there. Oh yeah, um, I. Um, I, I have to say I was worried about it for a while back in the 80s I have a friend who has I couldn't do it when I had little kids I just didn't have time to read it sure. but I have a friend who has all the back issues in her living room and I go wow when, when she goes uh, goes to work with my husband on stuff I go rooting through the stuff that she's got and read some of the older ones that I didn't get
1: mm. that's amazing
2: so are we going to Is is did I see that Art Marjorie Arnott is not going to be with us anymore
1: Right. Right now, right now, Kitchen Corner is kind of something that we're compiling during during the course of, of issues. So, you know, I'm kind of coming up with a theme and then Cassell and I are sort of putting it together. She's been helping me with that aspect of it for the last couple of couple of issues. Are so, we?
3: Are, is, is Marjorie OK? Yeah. OK. Yeah. Because sometimes when somebody's not with us anymore, it's because they literally aren't. No, yeah, no,
1: exactly, and that's unfortunately happened a couple times recently in in OS history. I
0: don't know. By the way, you do have two hands.
1: Oh, very cool! And and we have another columnist who just wandered into our meeting. Yeah, so that's pretty fun. Cool. Deborah's here. Yay! Yay! So we want to take some some questions from you guys. Uh, we got a couple people who are who are curious of, about questions. So please ask away.
6: Uh, this is Allison and hello. I didn't even know about, I, I read our special, gosh, when my kids were little, quickly, you know, Mm. (laughs) because I had kids. (laughs) But I had trouble before. I, I used to get it. Well, I got it in Braille and then I decided to get it in, um, an ebook format, but I had trouble doing that. Um, what's the best way to do that? I have a track.
1: You can you uh, can definitely. I think playing it on your track should work very successfully. If you wanted to get the e, the eBraille version, there is a web page uh, where you can get it. Un, you know, via the MVP website. Unfortunately, it's not mm-hmm. a very intuitive URL. Uh, I know Larry stuck it or Alan somebody stuck it in the uh, in the Tech Talk News Wire. But if you email me and I'll give my my address at the end, I'd be happy to give you more information about you know where exactly you can get it. You can download it, um, you know, via the web if you want to try and get the eBraille version. Or of course, you can contact customer service, MBP's customer service, to get a hard copy version. But it just comes in a uh, in a Braille in an eBraille format that you'll be able to. Like I said, I think it's BRF that you can then drop onto uh, your trek into a folder and and read it that way
6: so I think that should work well but I can test that
1: for you for sure
6: okay that's fine and would be happy to do so I didn't know anything about you becoming editor or all these columnists that's cool yeah,
1: yeah, it's fun. I mean, I, I thought we really wanted to take the opportunity to kind of update people and let you know we're still here. And for those who hadn't heard of us, so it's it's been fun tonight to listen to ladies tell stories about how long you've all been reading this magazine. So it's very well. I stopped for a cool.
6: while because I had such trouble getting it as an ebook, mm-hmm. and I didn't really want it as braille. Sure. I mean, as a as a hard copy. Yeah.
1: Well it takes up a lot of space once you have twelve or fifteen sitting in your house, you're thinking, where am I going to put anything else so you know yeah I exactly for sure.
6: exactly, but I would like to get it, yeah, if yeah, I can I'll, get it to read absolutely <laughs> you know?
1: yeah i'll do I'll do a little testing for you, make sure because we have a trek in the house, so I can double check and tell you exactly where to put it in your trek and and what to do so i'll give okay, him, I'll give my email address at the end, just get in touch with me and i'll I'll remember you yep,
6: okay, that's good.
5: Thank okay, you. it looks like uh, Sharon is next
7: hello. hello um i had um read our special a long time ago, but um, I'm glad to hear that it's in the e book, and also I missed the price again if y'all could go over that and um and is it different? Is the braille copy the same price as the ebook?
1: Yes. Yes. So the braille and the e-braille are the exact same, exact same price. You've got six issues a year. They start in January and they go through November and they're published uh, six times a year for 15 bucks. So $15 per year. And
7: so, like, if I uh, subscribe tomorrow, I start with uh, May, June may june can
1: i go back and read the others uh, or no i don't know i that's larry or um yeah larry was talking about that a second ago about having an R special archive it'd be really cool it's something i'll talk to Cassell. i have no idea if it's something we could even fathom to bring into being but it would be really cool if there's an option i know there used to be a way i haven't seen it recently but maybe holly or sylvia remembers there i think there used to be a way to download it like a sample issue somewhere on the mvp website but i haven't seen that in a while never knew about okay. that either yeah, I think it used to be there
3: cuz I think I did it
1: <laughs> like a year ago or something. And I was like, "Oh, cool, look at the issue. Well, I
3: haven't I haven't downloaded them. I do know someone who does it, though. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah.
7: Yeah, it's very do it's very
3: doable. You,
7: do you get it in an email or do you just get a You
1: Yeah, you get it you the, it depends on your account preferences. So you get it in your in your National Braille Press account. Uh you go into your account and there's a downloads area in your account. Mm-hmm. So if you got other, you know, uh electronic braille publications from mvp or, or books it would be right there with those in the account and then you can either download them you get a, you can get an email every time an issue comes out and it tells you a new periodical has been released and okay. you can either go to your account or depending on your uh, preferences it will attach it to your email so okay a few options cool
7: i'll join tomorrow <laughs> awesome <laughs> thank you
1: you're welcome
5: Okay, next we have an iPhone user.
8: Well, I think it's me. It's Mary Ellen. Hello, and Mary I have Ellen. just
7: one question. Have you still Cut. got the
1: puzzles? Oh, oh. There aren't any puzzles currently. That may change, but there are no puzzles currently. We don't have anybody doing a puzzle column at this point. Okay. But I'm always looking to expand things. That's one of the fun parts for me is, you know, meeting new ladies and new writers and just keeping expanding things and getting more and more new columnists. Because what would be ideal is eventually this magazine is all the columns are by blind women for blind women. That
8: would be ideal. So I want to keep expanding it.
5: Okay, next is Mary.
8: I um I just wanted to mention I've been reading our special since 1979. awesome. And I've mm. always enjoyed it so much. And it seems like back in those days, when I got my first Our special magazine, I had never heard of it, of course. Um, but it said something about it. It had a little letter with it that said that as a graduating senior, my name had been submitted. Um, and I got um, that's how I got on the, the rolls to receive it. Of course, it was free oh. back then. Um, and so I was, you know, I was really shocked that, that I had gotten it. Um, but I do remember the puzzles in there. I liked that. I can even remember that the um, puzzle columnist was Rosamond Critchley. Some of you might remember that name. So I just wanted to make a few observations I'm looking forward to your editorship, Kim. Thank you, Mary. Thank you so much. I
1: love hearing these stories because I haven't read this for nearly as long as a lot of you. So for me, it's just a pleasure to hear more stories and what people have thought and what it's meant to you all over the years. So it's great for me.
5: Okay, looks like Deborah is next.
1: Of course. She has to chime in and share her Absolutely. thoughts Absolutely. A couple of things
4: I wanted to, I wanted to say is um, Allison... Was asking about ways to read it, and I sometimes read uh, the electronic version. I kind of jump around, but um, when I do, I just read it on the computer. So there you go. Um, and um, or I've sometimes put it in a braille device and read it on a, a braille display, like in the brilliant. I read it on the brilliant bi mm-hmm.
0: x four. see if she comes back
1: oh yikes yeah because i wanted to ask her what she was when she put it on her on her computer what she was reading it in oh, oh. she just left oh. maybe she'll come yeah I was, she's back oh,
6: she's back <laughs>
5: <laughs> uh erico 970
6: uh this is katherine and i am so glad to hear that i i was a little late but i heard email uh for our special that sounds wonderful is that true
1: Yeah, you can get your, so so the issues come in Braille or eBraille, but the the thing is if you you subscribe, you can get an uh, attachment to your email of the eBraille version of the publication. So it just depends on how you configure it in your uh, National Braille Press account. So you can have that as an option. It'll show up as an attachment. So every time an issue comes out, it can be attached to your email. And you'll get an
6: email. Oh, wonderful. That's perfect. And I'm an avid knitter and I am um, learning how to quilt right now. Cool. Um, are you going to bring back the, um, uh, I'll call it crafting area just for um, grins. Um, I really enjoyed the, the knitting uh, patterns and then there were some crochet patterns too. And I learned that during the pandemic also.
1: Nice, well we have the handicrafts fo- uh, column that's faith and she does she's done a lot of really interesting patterns lately she hasn't done any quilting, but she's definitely done a lot of knitting patterns uh, in recent oh, issues so uh, you would probably enjoy her her column quite a bit and I know she's uh, we've been we've been having discussions about other things she's going to talk about in future so it's a really cool okay. column
6: can you get back issues as an email also?
1: I don't know, and that's one of the things I want to I want to mention to my editor, Cassell, and find out uh, what we can do about that. Because you're like the third person tonight who's who's asked that question. It's a very oh, good one. Out, yeah, it's a very good so question. Much. You're very welcome. Can I make a suggestion please? before
2: you go? I would love to see an article written by a bl- by a blind quilter.
1: That would be cool. I would love that. That'd be a lot of fun. I want yes. to look into making that happen. Yes.
3: Hey, Kim, this is Alan. Yep. You, and I don't know if you said this. And if you did, I apologize. Uh, you can download TXT versions of it too. If you have a subscription, so you can go to like, I think it's like a library link for, for all your, for your MVP stuff. And you can download the the various issues to which you qualify for uh, of our special. And cause I, I, I got a, a subscription given to me because I attended one of, one of Cassell's,
1: uh, program for something and, and I, I think i was the only guy there
9: you were the so, only like, guy I, there
1: i was yes, there I'm, i had I, a good I, laugh I, at your expense yeah, I, I, I got i got
3: a free subscription so uh, <laughs> uh so that, that's available to for, for anybody that's interested so uh uh and if you already said that i apologize for repeating it repeating it so
1: no that's great that's that's awesome i need to double check that myself in my in my uh, available issues great call
5: Okay, area code nine
9: fifty one. Hi, this is Nancy. Congratulations, Kim, on your hey, editorship. Sure you Thank you. Make, make an excellent editor, but I, I'm also like back issues. Especially, I would ordinarily uh, start in January. I like to have all six issues. I mean, so that would be kind of neat. I don't. I don't see why they couldn't give you back issues. I don't understand that one, but that's okay. Um, and also, uh, do you would do you have? I, I got it in about five minutes late, but did you? do you have anything on technology or any articles about technology or resources? Thank you.
1: Let's see. What are we doing tech-wise lately? That's something that we are we are in the midst of attempting to figure out in terms of uh, columnists. So, uh, Cassell has been seeking a technology uh, columnist, and that's something that I've been you know working with her on to you know kind of think you know who who would be good for that for that role. So, if you are someone who finds that interesting and thinks you would make a good technology columnist, please do get in touch with me, and we can work toward that in terms of like computer tech or like electronics tech not currently nancy that's that's not currently something that we have uh you know we just recently got someone to help with like gadgets and you know helpers in that sense that's lisa's new column but we definitely are you know in, yeah. the, in the midst of making that hopefully a reality sooner than later that would be very cool <laughs>
9: Good. did you say you had a? I think a long time ago when it was free, there was a recipe. I'm not saying with too many recipes, like a recipe, one recipe uh, every two months or two recipes. Or, you know what I mean? Oh yeah, did we you, have we have gonna... a kitchen
1: corner. We have the kitchen corner uh,
9: insert, and that's in there. Every, oh, I oh I, 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 yeah. I, 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 I didn't hear that one. Mm-hmm. I didn't hear that one. Sorry about that, and. Um, we're going to also, if, if I do get the regular braille, I, I give a lot of braille, and I I like e files also, electronic files. But is it just one small volume, or it used to be one small volume? Is it a bigger magazine, or mm, it's a volume with, a,
1: with an actual insert? So you get the kitchen corner as a little pull out insert, and then you get the actual uh, full hour special volume with all the other articles in it. And it's a nice, meaty, thick volume. Yeah.
9: <laughs> oh, good. Thank you. I appreciate that. Thanks, Kim.
4: So it's Deborah. Can I yep. come back for a please, minute? Please, please, please. Okay. I, I, I got I got the boot before. Um, <clears throat> anyway. You faded um, into
1: obscurity for a moment, but you're back now. I
4: know. And, and then I totally dropped, like, I heard Alan say, walk, 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 walk. <laughs> um, but he can tell me another time what he was saying. Anyway, um, so I want two things. Um, historically, And I've mentioned this to Cassell, and she kind of said, I don't care. Um, But I'll tell you all anyway. Historically, the handicrafts item was the pullout for a long time. And I know that for a fact because I had piles and piles of them in my craft area in my house. Um, And when it switched to be the recipes, I don't know. But I don't know. I, I just... I, I wish there could be two because I'm more inclined to save patterns than recipes, but there you go. So I want to tell you that. And the other thing though, is that if you wanted to go with a puzzle, if you wanted to be really inclusive and invite a blind man to do puzzles, Ooh. Ralph Smitherman does puzzles for ACB and they are so good. He does them for the Braille Revival League. And I, I bought them recently and they're so entertaining. He's so, he's, he's like a wizard, three, a puzzle wizard. He's three
0: books out on that, doesn't he? Is it three?
4: Yes, yes. And he's And they're amazing. so fun. And he they're, does. I mean, they're, Where do you get them? From um, Ralph. You get them from Ralph. Well, you get them from Jane Corona, Real yeah. Revival League. Right. Um, uh, but, but they're, you know, puzzles with Ralph. And so you might want to check them out, Kim, and just and then will. maybe think. Because I think it'd be kind of cool to have one one blind male person to show how inclusive
1: we are <laughs> you know you know you know me I'm, I'm very happy to uh, to to be the to be the, the rebel and and you know push the envelope a little bit so you know and, so, I mean there you know.
4: might there there might well be others who do that but that's sure. one that I'm aware of and I've got the puzzles here that he's done so far and they're really
1: clever yeah, that's amazing. I will, that's I will, that I,
2: Jane is, I've known Jane since I was six months old, so I guess I can talk to her. Oh, you can definitely talk to Jane, then it sounds like. Absolutely.
4: <laughs> I know she told us in a book club, Holly, before I'd ever met you, and she said that the first thing she said was, this baby's feet stink. Yes.
2: <laughs> Thank you for embarrassing me, De- uh, Deborah. I really
8: appreciate that.
2: I'm sure they smell better now. <laughs> <laughs> And I said, "Did they really stink?" And she said, "No, I just wanted attention."
1: Oh,
9: that's (laughs) funny.
1: (laughs) Well, what do we miss, ladies? Is there anything we haven't shared that we want to share with everybody? Um,
2: Get the magazine; it's it's worth it. it Comes out to be two fifty an issue, and if you go to the newsstand and get one of these magazines that the visually impaired sighted people have to read um sorry i'm being smart but but <laughs> the print mag the print magazines you know I, they're like 5 or 6 dollars now and I'm there's like, a lot of
1: ads in them too we don't yes. have that.
2: <laughs> so it's 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 one of the best deals in town
1: yeah and we're always expanding we're always growing we're always looking for new columnists. So, anybody yeah. who, you know, wants more information can always contact me. And let me give you my let me give you my OS editor email address. And by the way, my, Sh-
0: yeah. Sharon Bishop has her hand up again,
1: so oh, she has a Sharon. question. Let's let's get Sharon's question okay. first. I think you were just fixing to
7: answer it. Um oh, Okay. If anybody wanted to maybe not every every issue but maybe submit an article, um is that possible
1: yeah that's that's definitely something we can discuss. I would have to talk to Cassell more about that, but because i'm I'm not actually in charge. I'm just the editor. there are people above me in the chain of command, but that is absolutely something that that we could discuss. I know guest articles have been done in the past, certainly um. So let me give you all my email address uh, in terms of the OS magazine. So if you want to get in touch with me about it, anything, you know, ask any questions or or what have you, I will be happy to do my best to answer for you. So you can reach me at WordWeaver, so it's W-O-R-D-W-E-A-V-E-R-546-at-gmail.com. And that is that my
2: email address.
1: Thank you. Thank you. And if, of course, you can't get me with that one or you don't remember it, use my Kim at Mystic Access address that most of you know, and you can reach me there. <laughs> and I will, I will answer you through the other address so you have it. But that is my editor address for our special. So which
0: takes priority? If, if For instance, if um, Chris says, hey, Kim, I need you to come over here and do something for Mystic Access, and you're working on something for our special magazine, which takes priority?
1: Mm, usually the magazine because the magazine I'm on deadline, so I, I we got to get those magazines to Cassell very quickly. Uh, if if I'm if I'm if it's the twenty something, then I'm probably working on a magazine issue, so we can get those to her, so she can do the next items in the process. So so what if you're working on a
0: deadline hard. for Mystic Access, mm. which takes priority?
1: Ah, well, see that's that's harder. That's yeah, I know, harder.
0: I know. Yeah. That's why I'm asking the question.
1: I might I might have to um, flip a coin or roll a die or something to to make a, an, a a careful decision on that one.
0: So are you to the point now where you you had to work a little bit while you were at CSUN for our special no, magazine? No, no, I, I
1: I worked I worked quite a bit before I was at CSUN. Uh. And then when I came back, I had jet lag for, how long did our jet lag last? Like three or four days. It was wow. something ridiculous. I, I mean, no, it was insane. No
0: problem with jet lag.
1: Yeah. I mean, I wasn't expecting it. I've never had jet lag like that. I was wow. like, what is happening? So, and then I had to rush and finish the magazine and, and get everything done. Get you done. probably didn't drink enough water. I probably didn't. And I was sitting on the plane for like six hours and I wasn't moving around. And Yeah. It just wasn't a good, it wasn't a good thing.
2: You know, it, typically they say it's one day for every hour that you Have to change. Wow. Yes.
0: Jet lag doesn't, the only time jet lag ever affected me was when we were involved in a movie and we had to go to Vietnam. And coming back was tough for a couple of days, coming back from Vietnam. But that's the only time because I've flown other places and never had
10: a problem.
1: Yeah. I was shocked. I wasn't expecting it at all. I was like, what is going on? Well, this is Nikki. Um, I've had to go to China quite
10: a lot, and I've gone to England quite a lot, and I have a technique. When I go to China, I take an afternoon flight, and when I get there, it's like, oh, 18 hours later, whatever it is, 14 hours later, it's dinner time. I eat dinner, and then I go to bed, and I sleep for 10 or 12 hours, and I never have any problem except for maybe three days later, because I'm usually there for a week or two, and I get a little bit tired one afternoon, but the rest of it, I don't have any problem. And then coming home, I take a night flight. And so even though you're on the plane for another 14 hours, by the time you get home at six o'clock, it's time to eat and then you go to bed and you wake up the next morning, no jet lag. At least it works for me, but you guys might try that. And the same thing with England, you because it's it's like 18 hours and, and 24 hours or whatever, it's, it's like eight hour increments or something. Yeah. Um, but going to England, if you sleep on the plane, then you can get through the next day. Because if you leave in the afternoon, you get there in the morning. If you don't sleep on the plane, you're in serious trouble. Yeah. I I just sleep.
0: I just sleep whenever it's time to sleep at night, wherever I am, I go to sleep. And that solves most of the issues. I never worry about jet lag.
6: Oh,
2: that's good. Yeah, I can't sleep. I can't sleep on the plane. I only slept once on the plane, and that was when I was traveling to Alaska Uh. with my husband. Because I figured he was in charge. So I could sleep. But usually I'd I can't sleep because mm. I'm not a comfortable flyer. I'm not scared, oh. but I'm not comfortable. Does that make any sense? It yeah. does. Oh yeah. <laughs> and oh, yeah. So yeah. I figure if I'm going to die, I want to be awake to experience
6: it.
3: Uh. <laughs> <laughs> when so I, when I we went them. to Iran, mm-hmm. uh, my husband and I—we—that um, was the closest I, I ever got to sleeping on a plane because it was such a long flight, yeah. Guaranteed. and it was a really comfy, cozy plane. It was out of. Uh, Qatar mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. they fed us like royalty wow. and they we got to stop in the capital of Qatar and we got this wonderful tour and um, everything looks new there uh, it's an incredibly rich country in fact if you're a man you can't and you you're not born there you can't be a citizen if you're a woman you can be if you marry someone who <laughs> is born there
0: I'll be doing, but
3: it. That's, that's it. Um, and men are allowed to have three wives each.
0: Yeah,
3: <laughs> um, it is. Uh, it's really it's it's really something. Uh, but um, I'm, I'm the, the planes were so comfortable; you they could are. you could really kick your seat all the way back because there wasn't anyone behind you, and so forth. Wow.
0: I'm one of the only few I, people I know who can actually fall asleep before we take off. <laughs> I, I do. Ooh, and I can, wow. and I take off and I'll wake up maybe 20, 30 minutes later. I have no problems.
9: I
2: have no problem. well, yeah. Cool. See, my <laughs> uncle was a pilot for 50 years or 40 years with Pan American airways. And he was an unrepentant and unrecovered alcoholic. So that's why I don't like to fly. I always mm-hmm. want to ask this flight attendant, what did he do last night who was he with and how much did he drink uh-huh. that's they won't tell oh, you absolutely. but yeah. if, you,
9: if your flight no. attendant asks you a certain question if you're a freedom scientific uh, user you might be meeting eric damry's son
2: oh that's true
7: <laughs> that's what happened that's uh, true
2: that did, was very funny you told who me do they you fly? who does he fly here? for
9: United. United. Yeah,
2: I'm going to I'm going to St. Thomas and United in December. Well, oh, hey, guys. you never know. You yeah.
0: never know. You
6: could
1: get Nick. <laughs> yeah,
0: you, you could. That's right. You could. We're going to close off Tech Talk and probably talk some more after that. Uh, but before I tell you about next week and the weeks after, we want to thank Sylvia and also Holly and Kim. And you just heard Chris. And thank you for making this a terrific. Uh, hour It was lots of fun, and we really, really enjoyed it. And I learned thank a lot.
1: You. Oh, it's a pleasure. I'm yeah, so great. glad these ladies could be here with me, and it's just a delight to get to talk about it and kind of have an open forum about OS. That's terrific.
6: Love yeah, this. thank
2: you very much. Am I allowed to I, – I love you all dearly, but am I allowed to go because my timer's going Yes, you totally absolutely, <laughs> And I Dash live away. in the Pacific Northwest, and it's only it's 6 o'clock, and I'm starving. Yes, oh, it, yeah, d- that's I'm the next dinner. thing. Dinner's next here for me.
0: It's almost <laughs> 6 here. Thank you, Holly. And even before we talk about next week, we'll mention, because we're going to do this to some degree here in about three weeks. But this Wednesday, in uh, two days, we're going to do our um, monthly main menu appearance. And we're going to talk about CSUN and technology and all the cool things that happened. And Chris and Kim, who have never been on main menu, I found that hard to believe, but it's hey, true, we it. are going to be with us. And also Steve Bauer and John and I and uh, Jeff Bishop, who was not at CSUN, but he called us every night to say, hey, what's going on? What happened? <laughs> so we're going to talk about a lot of the things. John has some audio that he's put together. Uh, and so we'll play some of that, especially as it relates to good maps. And we'll talk when about When is this going to be? This is this Wednesday on uh, ACB Media uh, 1 and its main menu, 8 Eastern, okay. 5 Pacific. So it's two hours. And I'm looking forward to that because it's always fun. But that's this Wednesday.
10: Mm-hmm.
0: Next week, we've had more people say to us, could you do something again on old-time radio and technology? We, we've been talking about this for a while. So Jeff Bishop and I are going to do that next week. We're going to talk about old radio and radio drama and technology, etc. put together a list of where you can hear some of these shows. And then on the 11th we're going to be doing our technology look at Csun and we haven't planned yet who's going to be with us. We may have some of the same people who you have who you'll hear in a couple of days. We'll see, we'll see what availability is like. On the 18th, um we're going to have the director, the new director of the National Library Service with us to talk about uh, NLS and I'm looking forward to that. And then on the 25th, uh, Anna Dresner will be with us to talk about iOS 15 and special things and features that she is interested in and thinks that you might be too. And that's as far as we've gone with Tech Talk. So if you have ideas and thoughts for May, June, and beyond, let me know. Uh, We had time. That's why I kind of did a little bit more of a broad look at things happening in the next few weeks. But I'm glad you were with us, and we hope that you'll join us again next week on Tech Talk.